Hello, I have the lovely Phoebe with me today. Hi, Phoebe, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hello, yes, of course. So my name's Phoebe Morgan. Um, I work at Hodder and Stoughton as a commercial fiction publisher, and I also write my own novels, which are published by HarperCollins. Uh, so I have four thrillers out, and I have one more book out next summer. So I'm an editor and a writer. Did you always know that you wanted to write? Um, I was always interested in writing, but I think probably similar to quite a lot of people, I didn't really take it seriously as a career option. I actually ended up training as a journalist because that was the only way I could think of to write for a living, which now feels really short-sighted because there are so many other ways. Uh, but I trained as a journalist and didn't, didn't really like it very much. Um, and then I decided to think about writing novels more seriously. So that's when I sort of began writing the first draft of my debut. Um, but definitely reading was something that I was always super keen on. I read so, so much as a child and as a teenager and as an adult. Uh, and so writing was always, you know, it was my favorite subject at school. I did English at university. So it was always something I really loved, but I never really thought that I could actually make money from it and make it into a career. So I'm very happy that I do get to do that now. <laughs> What made you sit down that first day and think, okay, today's the day that I'm going to give it a go? Well, I get asked that a lot. And the answer is kind of trivial, which is that I was at a party and I was talking to this guy and I said, oh, yeah, I want to write books. Probably, I don't know, I was probably trying to impress him. And he said, oh, well, why don't you just do that then? And the way he said it was sort of very blunt, but also really helpful. It was like very to the point. And so I sort of went home that night and I thought, well, why don't I just do it then? And I think having, I mean, he was basically a stranger. And so having a stranger say that to you can it can sort of have quite an impact um and that's when I started to write so my first book is called The Dollhouse um and I used to write it while I was working loads of other jobs I was babysitting and I was working in a pub and I was working as an assistant in publishing and so I was sort of juggling a lot but when I was babysitting I used to babysit for this nightmare kid who was so difficult to control uh but when I had eventually got him to bed I would sit down and just write for the rest of the evening until his mum got back which was often quite late um so that was really when I first started to do it seriously and at that time I really didn't know what to expect like I did not know anything about the industry in the way that I do now so I, I was very junior in publishing at that time I think and so now obviously I would have a much clearer sense of what publishing a book would actually be like but at that time I just wrote it um as it came out and yeah just just kept on kept on writing really um then carried on ever since um weirdly um a few people have written because someone dared them to uh I oh, really men weirdly because you know competitive <laughs> at all but yeah that's as well but i love finding out how people are going to write in especially mm -hmm. if it's awesome. yeah. <laughs> um did the idea of characters come first or did the story come first uh, so for me, when I'm writing, I actually usually start with a sense of place. I often think of the setting um, and each of my books is set in a different place. So the first one is set in London. The second one is set in Essex. The third one is set in Suffolk. And the last one is set in Botswana. So a total gear change. And my next one, which is out next year, is set in Thailand. So I sort of started small and then expanded a little bit. Uh, so I usually start with the, with the, with the place and then the characters I think and then I always want to have sort of the initial hook of the book which is really important I work in commercial fiction so I'm always looking for the proposition and how what would this book be if you could distill it into just one line um, 
but I think for me I I don't I'm not a huge plotter when it comes to my own writing and so I sort of get the place and some of the characters and then the voice starts to kind of come to me the first person voice um and then I just begin to write that and then I end up having to go back and do quite a lot of editing and structural changes um but initially I try not to overthink it I just I just start and sort of see where it goes but everybody's so different I know writers work in really different ways yeah definitely um of all the characters you've written so far which has been the most fun and which has given you most trouble oh that's a good question no one's ever asked me that before uh I think my favorite character is the woman in my second book which is called the girl next door so she is a woman called Jane and she is a mother and a wife and she lives in this small village in Essex which is actually a village where I used to live for a little while as a child and she sort of tries very hard to maintain this perfect exterior but inside she has a much much darker edge to her and she's quite sarcastic and she can be quite funny sometimes about the villagers and the people around her and writing her was just really good fun like she has quite an acerbic voice I think and so she's probably my favorite. Um, In terms of the most trouble um I'm not sure I found like this last book quite difficult so my last book is called The Trip and it's not out yet but I have been through like a lot of drafts of it and a lot of iterations and I wrote some of it during the pandemic and then it got the pub date got moved back and it has it, just been like a bit of a problem book um and so I would say oh, almost every character in that has been a nightmare uh but I'm really hoping I'm always at the copy edit stage now so I'm really hoping I am coming towards the end uh but usually my characters are are quite good fun I don't take them that seriously um and I like writing I usually write from lots of different perspectives like three or four in a novel and I like sort of changing up in between chapters I was going to ask if um, being an editor makes it any uh, easier to write your own book but it sounds like that isn't the case (laughs) not really to be honest um I think I mean, I love being an editor, like my day job is really my passion and I love working with my own list of authors to help them and publish them through and champion them. And I think it's so it's so different as an experience because I think I do think I can read someone else's book and see the issues with it and see what needs changing because I sit in the acquisitions meetings and I know what people want and I work with the sales team. And so I can see the sort of commercial points in a novel that an author should try and hit and I think when you're writing your own book, it's so much harder to do that and to have that distance. And so, I mean, it helps me in that I, I understand the business and I don't take it that seriously. But in terms of the actual craft of it, I don't think it has really helped me that much. No, I think it, I think it's helped me with understanding how authors feel. Like I have a lot of empathy with my authors and I communicate with them a lot because I know what it's like to be on the other side of the fence. But I think in terms of the actual writing, it's probably the same experience as it is for everyone. <laughs> Um, do you hide any secret jokes, messages or Easter eggs in your books? No one's ever asked me that either. Great questions. Um, no, not really. I think a lot of the time, a lot of the time I use names of people I know and sometimes inadvertently I will accidentally name someone I know and that's happened before and people think it's them and it's really not it's just that I'm bad at thinking of names so I just choose someone that's in not even in my head like just someone that I know sometimes I don't even know them that well but I put them in there um and I think sometimes some of my friends think that they are in my books and my my mum thinks that she's in them but they're really not like occasionally I obviously like most writers like you you observe things and you get little snippets and you might like remember tiny little details but none of my characters are actually based on real people um and no, I don't. I don't really do any Easter eggs. Maybe I should though. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Is there 
Is um, have you ever been tempted to kill anyone off that you don't like? In real life, or am I going? Well, I don't. Um. No, I think I think with my characters, I usually know who's going to die. Like, I think that's usually somebody dies. I think someone dies in all of them. Yeah, yeah. Maybe um, can't, maybe not. The, um, can't remember now. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um. Sorry, you really forget. Like when you've written like four or five books, I honestly just barely remember what happens in the first couple. Um. And people ask me stuff, and I'm like, what, what, what book? Uh. But I think usually I know who's going to die from the beginning, and I usually stick to that. Um. And yeah, I think I try to, not all my characters are that likeable. A lot of them are quite dislikable. Um, so I sort of don't mind killing them off. Um, if you were, you must have read like a lot of uh, killing methods. So if you were to be a fictional killer, how would you want to be killing your victims? Oh, um, I have read a lot of crime novels. Um, if I was going to be a killer, how would I kill my victims? Um, well, I wouldn't want to be caught. So I'd have to do something quite, clever and innovative probably uh but there's also a kind of attraction to doing it in quite a dramatic way you know like I love things like killing Eve where she kills them and like, there's a scene where she kills someone with like a hairpin or like little things like that like sort of sort of quite glamorous as well um so I don't know I haven't decided yet on a, a full method but either something something that means I wouldn't be caught but something with a bit of like drama around it probably one of the most inventive ways that I've heard of I haven't read the book, but the author told me was to bash someone over the head, but to fill them up with ball bearings. So they go to hospital with a head injury, they give them a CT scan or whatever, the magnet, so then all the ball bearings would Oh, load, basically. That's very inventive. Yeah, horrible. Horrendous. Really <laughs> <laughs> cool, I guess. And it's stuck in my mind. So Yeah, it's definitely memorable. Yeah, he's such a lovely man as well. And yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you were to be fictionally killed, who would you want to solve your case? Oh, um, uh, my favourite detective in like modern fiction is Susie Steiner's Man on Bradshaw. Have you read those books? Um, she was such Definitely. a wonderful writer. Um, so she wrote three of them, I think, and she is just a great character. She's a great detective. She's very empathetic and human and real. Um, and I think she just has an amazing voice and knack for characterization. Uh, so probably her. Uh, did you always know that you were going to write in that genre? And are you tempted to write in any others? Um, no, I think when I first started writing The Dollhouse, it just became a thriller. I mean, when I first wrote it, it was almost much more reading group. And it was a bit in between genres. And it was more of a story about sort of family and family dynamics. Um, and then when I started sending it out to agents, um, I had a couple of interested agents and they were sort of saying, oh, you need to sort of push it in this slightly more thrillery direction. Uh, and then when I signed with my my agent, who is still my agent now, uh, she helped me to sort of craft it into much more of a psychological thriller. And then the others sort of followed suit. Uh, and I, I do love thrillers. Like I read a lot of them. Um, they're probably my favorite thing to read if, if they're really good. Uh, so yeah, so I sort of, 
since then have always stuck to that genre. I would like to do something different maybe one day. Um, so I write short stories just from just for fun. Like they're not published. I don't want anyone to ever see them because they're kind of terrible. But um, I write those sometimes in my spare time. And I would love to be able to write a really good rom-com. Um, but I just don't know if I really have the knack. Um, I've never really tried. Uh, I like thinking of ideas for rom-coms, but I've never actually tried to execute one. Uh, but maybe at some point that would be something that I might just give it a go, like under a different name or something. Um, when you're editing your own books, what are the words or phrases that you most overuse? So I always talk about people wearing rings. I usually wear quite a lot of rings, but I just took them off because I had a shower. But um, I usually wear a, a lot of rings. And so I always think about like the light glinting on the rings. And that happens like a lot in my books. There's like a lot of rings, a lot of people glinting. Um, uh, so I think I, I really overuse that. Um, there's so many I think there's so many phrases that just creep in and then you realize you've used the same phrase like 20 times in the novel but I think a lot of mine are sort of little like mannerisms as well like the way people raise their eyebrows or the way people look at each other or smile and I think I think a lot of the things that I repeat are around like facial characteristics or little little ticks that people do with their bodies that's the first time that's quite funny (laughs) (laughs) yeah usually it's just everyone's like just very just all the time it's just just <laughs> yeah as well as, as if it's just like a single word I think I probably use that quite a lot um yeah and like yeah definitely there's there's definitely repetition yeah I love how all authors know as well just like yeah. that they very rarely have to think they're like oh it's that <laughs> yeah and you can't help yourself either like even when you're aware of it you then you, that's why we have editors and copy editors though because they can check this sort of thing yeah <laughs> Um, if you were able to spend a day with any author dead or alive, who would you like to spend a day with? Gosh, um, I would like to spend a day with, um, I used to love Jacqueline Wilson when I was a child, so probably her. I think I, she came to my school once and she did a talk, um, and I just think her imagination is, is amazing and she's so prolific and I think she's able to reach so many children and sort of young adults through her storytelling because her books are all quite issues based like I remember like my parents are divorced and I read some of her books that are about divorce like the suitcase kid and stuff like that and they were really helpful at the time like they're very they were quite influential um so I would like to speak to her about how she manages to come up with things and and also just how how to sustain a, a long career for that amount of time um is is kind of amazing so probably her if you had any fangirl moments because you must have met quite a few massive authors have I had any what girl moments and girl moments uh yeah I have who did I meet I met a celebrity the other day and I'm not allowed to say because I'm getting her to write a book uh, for me um and I was kind of starstruck by her um I have been in a lift with David Attenborough that was a bit starstrucky um who else probably quite a lot um yeah um yeah no I think when you're yeah when you work in publishing like you're quite often sort of adjacent to these people you know like sort of celebrities come into the building and they're at the same parties and stuff like that in terms of sort of like non-celebrity authors um I met Karen Slaughter the crime writer in New York once and I thought I was a bit starstruck by her because again she's so prolific and she's such an incredible crime writer um yeah lots lots really it's it's nice (laughs) wish I hadn't asked that question I'm simply jealous (laughs) sorry (laughs) Karen Slaughter's one that I really want to meet, actually. She's one of my few. She's very cool. Yeah. 
I met um, Cathy Wright last year in Tesco, so that was very cool. Yes, very impressive. Um, what's been the absolute highlight of your career so far? Um, of my publishing career, I got shortlisted for Editor of the Year at the British Records last year, which was a massive honour and I was really surprised. So that probably, I did not win, but it was nice to be shortlisted. Um, that was probably the highlight of my publishing career. Um, in terms of my writing career, um, I guess just like, you know, the first time you get the deal, like I think you can't, like it just changes your life because I think it was something that by that point in my life I wanted so badly um as I'm sure is the case for a lot of debut writers and then once you've got it and even if you know even if I never write another book again or it all goes badly or they don't sell or whatever like you're never going to go back to being the person who had no books out at all so you know I feel like I will always have these this collection of books that I have written that are out in the world and so like mentally it changes like you know it's not like a life-changing for me at this stage but it's like mentally life-changing because it becomes something that you just work on and that I mean, the goalposts always move, like you always want the next thing and the next thing. But I think it really satisfied like a kind of fundamental desire in me. Um, so that that probably getting that first deal is probably the most, the biggest thing. Um, will we see you at any of the festivals over the summer? Yes, I'm going. I'm not doing any panels because I don't have a book out this year. It's out next year. So hopefully I'll do more then. Actually, that's not true. I am doing something at Bloody Scotland, I think, um, which is more of a, like a publishing panel. Um, a sort of, I think it's called Pitch Perfect. Uh, and then I'm going to the Harrogate Crime Writing Festival in a few weeks, which will be lovely. Um, and I am going to Bloody Scotland um, and I'm going to potentially Capital Crime in London as well. Um, so usually I go kind of for my job, but also I know all the writers there as well. So it's nice to like catch up with everyone. Are you going? all three of those nice someone well, i'll get to see you in person yes absolutely yeah that'd be cool i love yeah love it um i think i only went to harry book for the first time not last year the year before and yeah booked to go again as soon as i got home yeah. oh yeah it's so fun isn't it yeah it is it's great yeah i can't wait um so you haven't got a book out this year you said so next year um and then do you have plans after that no, so I need to um, think about new ideas. So this is the last book in my contract um, with HarperCollins and then I need to think of some new ideas um, and think about next steps. But yeah, I definitely want to keep on writing. Um, but I just, I've, yeah, I've just wanting to get this this last one done at the moment. Um, and then once, I, once I've done that, I'll think about the next steps. But hopefully I'll keep on writing. I get a lot of emails and messages from writers saying they've read all my books and they want to read more. So that's always like a nice way to keep yourself going. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, because we're you have to go. Uh, I don't have any more questions for you for now. Okay. Um, so, would you like to tell everyone where they can find out more about you if they'd like to, and where they can get your books from? Yes, of course. Um, so you can get all my books online or in bookshops. Um, I have four, so they're called the Dollhouse, the Girl Next Door, the Babysitter, and the wild girls forgot uh and then the next one is called the trip which is out july 2024 um i am on social media on twitter at phoebe underscore a underscore morgan i'm on instagram at phoebe ann morgan and i have a website which is phoebe morgan author.com which is a little bit well it's quite badly out of date which i need to update but there's quite actually a lot of information on there about writing and publishing and the industry so that might be like a useful resource if you're interested in any of those things um and i am i think i'm on facebook at phoebe morgan author uh, so you can find me on all those platforms um and yeah as i say i've got the next book out next year so please look out for that if you want to
We'll see. We'll thanks very much. <laughs> thanks, Donna.